As a nurse, have I had sad experience where someone couldn't pay for their medical bill? Yes, I have had people who have refused life-saving care because they couldn't afford it and they were worried about leaving their family with a um, debt that they couldn't afford. They did not want to shackle their family with financial debt, so they chose to die rather than taking a procedure that had a 70% chance of saving them. And they said, well, what about the 30% that I die and I leave this debt to my family? It is a really fucking horrendous thing that people have to decide between making sure their family has a house, making sure that their family is fed, making sure that their family has just general needs and well-being and freedoms met, and getting good health care. And I have absolutely known patients who chose to die to make sure that their family would be okay. Yeah, rich people got richer in the pandemic while the poor are getting poorer and the medical corporate especially got richer. And it's absolutely disgusting and it shouldn't be allowed. It should not be allowed. It is so disgustingly unethical. It should not be allowed. And yet it's the system that we're swimming in. I'm honestly not sure about hospitals making more money as most rural hospitals seem to be struggling, especially rural hospital insurance companies definitely made bank. Okay, so when we talk about the overall numbers, absolutely, there are certain types of hospitals that were making more profit and certain types of hospitals that were struggling. So critical access hospitals, which are these rural, small, anywhere from 10 to 20 bed hospitals that only provide critical services, are much, much, much more likely to suffer. However, something to keep in mind is that these are also not corporate hospitals. So corporate hospitals in a corporate environment, for-profit environment, struggle, often fail, and do not thrive. Then the corporate hospitals, these large conglomerate hospitals where it's a company that owns literally hundreds of facilities, they're the ones that start making more profit and they thrive and are sucking the soul out of our healthcare system. And nurses do not get full coverage. Nope, I have shitty healthcare just right along with everyone else. Um, I have to had to make decisions about my healthcare that are pretty atrocious. The number of Americans who actively avoid diagnosis solely because they 100% cannot afford to have the condition, so they avoid it uh, to not starve to death or become homeless. This is such a problem that insurance often requires yearly doctor visits because people avoid doctors so much due to cost. And yeah, insurance often makes preventative care. They put it in this like, oh, we're worried about you package. But what it really is, is that they want to demand that you are paying in a certain amount into the healthcare system. So they require certain things to be part of your preventative care package in order to meet the benefits requirement. So if you don't do these things, you don't get your coverage. It's fucking insane. So if I don't pay money that I can't afford for a health visit that I don't really need, I don't get the coverage when I do need it. Yeah, they, they come up with anything and everything they can. For the old folks, the singer in the 60s and 70s songs, The Letter is Alex Chilton. He died of heart problems because he didn't have the money to see a doctor. Yeah, this is a really super, like, I don't know that particular case, but those kinds of cases are ridiculously common. And it's really horrific. The number of times that um, Americans have to decide whether or not a procedure is affordable rather than um, a good clinical decision. Similar to the U.S. Post Office, it is required to deliver everywhere while the private companies decide to not deliver to rural areas due to it costing more. So the 
Uh, so the U.S. Post Office, of course, looks bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the deductibles are stupid. Like, you pay all this money for insurance, but then you have to pay more for coverage. And it's not just deductibles. It's co-pays. It's, they only cover 80%. Very few insurances actually cover 100%. And if you are getting 100% coverage after you've met your deductible, then you are, A, paying an enormous deductible, and B, paying a ridiculous monthly bill. Would nurses' salary change if healthcare was free? it would not be inherently part of the package, no. However, if Americans continued to spend the amount of money that we're spending, we could absolutely increase what we're paying for people who work in healthcare. Um, the average CNA in the United States, who is the absolute cog and backbone of healthcare and is very undervalued in healthcare, the average CNA in the United States is on welfare. And that's fucking disgusting. These are people who ensure that the healthcare engine is working. They provide the absolute most fundable, fundamental basic healthcare to our, our most needy populations. And they never get the money that they need to just be able to survive. That's absolutely fucking insane. And this is, this is not with debt. This is just existing. And then you add having a family and you add the, the national reality, the statistical reality that the majority of Americans have debt and these people are fucking struggling. And very few CNAs can afford to work as a CNA and work just full-time one job. Most CNAs work two CNA positions full-time. Absolutely insanity. Absolutely wrecks their body. It comes at a very high cost and it's not talked about enough. So if anybody in the healthcare system should be getting a fucking fundamental uh, uh, cost of living raise, it should be absolutely the CNAs. People who are providing fundamentally important services to the country should be giving, getting, given enough money to fucking survive. I mean, I personally feel that anybody who is working should be given at least the minimum required to survive, you know, just to meet the basics. I'm not even talking about wants, you know, having a house, you know, home to, to live in. Um, having food, you know, just fucking basics. National healthcare systems, uh, unfortunately, don't mean healthcare personnel get better salary. It's been a hot topic where I lived for a long time. It's atrocious, absolutely. Like I said, they're not they're not guaranteed. They don't they don't come together. But what I can say is that what we are already committing in the United States, what we're already financially committing to, paying. Not only could we substantially improve our healthcare quality, we could absolutely improve the um, wages of all healthcare workers and still pay less money than we are right now for the healthcare that we are getting that is fucking atrocious. So yeah, I am very much in favor of national healthcare. And for a long time, I thought that it was just a pipe dream and didn't think that it would ever happen. But seeing the um, political typology shift is very promising. And I feel like the younger generations are going to change a lot of things because they do not share the political, moral, and ethical values that the older generations have that are leaving by nature of aging out, as in they're getting old enough that they're dying. Um, I think salary is also a problem in some vet, uh, veterinarian positions. I think salary is, is nationally in America a, a fucking problem. I think that the majority of workers are not paid equitably. Um, when you're looking at the 
America having the biggest divide between the CEO pay and the average Joe worker pay, that's that's not okay. That's not acceptable. There's no reason for it. Nobody needs to make a billion dollars a year in order to survive. That's just fucking gratuitous and unnecessary. And it is creating a in social environment where there are a huge portion of the population that is absolutely suffering at the expense of people getting more money than they will ever be able to feasibly spend. The demonization of anything was socialized has done so much damage in the U.S. Absolutely. In the whole Cold War and anti-communism and anti-socialism movement, we have absolutely turned socialism and socializing of things into a dirty word. And with that, we made this huge move to be individualized and um, more corporatized. And it has done nothing but damage this country. I mean, I had a big knee surgery and ended up all paying about 300 euro from all the doctor's x-rays, the surgery, and the rehab. That's total. What would you pay for your profit system, I wonder? Um, off the top of my head, I don't know, but let's take a look. What is the average cost for a knee replacement in America? I know for, for sure it's thousands. Uh, so the average out of cost pocket in the United States to have one knee replaced is $52,213. That's just for the surgery. That's not for the physical therapy. That's not for the x-rays. That's not for any of the doctor's appointments, follow-ups. That's just for the surgery. So I don't think that disgusting really covers it. Me joining to talk about My Little Pony and it is... So fucking gratuitous. Sorry for <laughs> Welcome, Gemma. What a time to join. I'm gonna be like, my little pony. Fucking gratuitous. Oh, okay. Well, you're welcome to talk about my little pony, but we're definitely talking about healthcare right now. And, well, we know how that goes. How much Americans truly don't understand the difference between communism and socialism. And what they do know of both is largely just Cold War propaganda and hate stuff. Absolutely. Especially when I hear a lot of people who say, oh, socialism is bad. And then a lot of the things that they are advocating the government doing, I'll be like, but that's socialism. You know, like regulating gas prices. Welcome to this particular stream. Someone asked about national health care to an enraged nurse, right? Like, this is definitely one of my uh, hot button topics, like, that I can definitely, like, go, blah, 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 blah. I'm here for the medical talk. <laughs> well, that's good because it's happening. I think we need a middle class, to be honest. Other countries are either really poor or just wealthy. I think that we need to have limitations on how much money that someone can make without it being, yeah. So back in the 80s, before Reagan, because Reagan's an asshole, before Reagan, there used to be taxation laws that made it so that if you reached a certain level of income, you got taxed 70% of your income. And then at the next threshold, you got taxed like 85%. And then the next threshold, you literally put all of it into taxes. So these taxing brackets, these high-end taxing brackets, capped how much a person could earn every year without that money going into taxes. So what this did was it incentivized 
companies that reached a certain profit threshold when they started reaching those really high tax rates instead of giving 70% of their profit to taxes they increased the wages of their employees so that their company would continue to thrive because their profit and their sustainability was not dictated by how much ridiculous profit they could make in one year but on the sustainability and continuation of their company Businesses are not as interested in maintaining their sustainability as much as their profitability. A country can completely go under and a company overall, the full corporate, can still be making record profits. So that one company failing isn't really important to them. What kind of nurse are you in a specialty? Uh, so I have a dual specialty. I have a certification in med surge and I have a certification in psychiatric mental health. Wonder how many people would be shocked to discover Canada is a capitalistic country. I mean, you can be a capitalistic country and be ethical. Like, they're not mutually exclusive ideas. America has just allowed itself to so highly prioritize corporate value and corporate needs that it is neglected and undervalued the individual non-corporate need and the nine times out of ten the argument against socialism things is but do they deserve it or what if they haven't earned it or other exceptionally egocentric and selfish responses like i'm sorry bro i don't know how to tell you that you were supposed that you're supposed to give a fuck about other people as inherently valuable entities they don't have to earn the right to live Absolutely, and this right here tells me that I've done okay as a parent. Um, but yeah, that right there, like this idea that you have to fucking earn the right to exist is fucking bullshit, and it's something that has become a very frequent pollution of lang of of the dialogue in our country. Don't get me started on how crazy capital gain taxes. Yeah. I love how I'm trying to act like I know what's going on, yet in reality, I've just confused middle school chorus kid. Well, Gemma, it, you know, I, I am, here I am in my mid-40s, and I would love to say that I understand what's going on, but it is a fucking hot, raging dumpster fire of a mess that has so many complex layers that I only understand portions of those layers of things. And while I am very knowledgeable in the world of the medical system and healthcare and how that is falling apart and how we could do better. I can't speak to the jail system. Like I can say that we are failing our country in the way that we are running our legal system. And we are the number one country for rates of incarceration. And that's disgusting and it's unnecessary, but I can't speak to how to address those problems. And I can't speak to why those problems exist because I don't even begin to have an understanding of the nuances of the legal system in this country because there's just so many layers. But the reality is that America is fucking broken and needs to do better, just period. All across the board, we need to do better. Some wealthy people work hard for their money, and I don't think that the government should take that away for them. Um, there's a lot to unpack there. Okay, okay, so first of all, this is an issue of ethics and values. And what do you value and what do you feel is most important? So on the one hand, for those people who feel that whatever you earn should always be yours and should not go towards the people, you're valuing the individual first. The other value is the community and valuing that reality that we inherently as part of the community owe 
something to maintaining and protecting and supporting that community. So those are two different values, and they are often and quite frequently almost always mutually exclusive. You cannot be making rules that are pro-individual without making them not community-driven. They're, 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 that's usually how this shit works. So that being said, when we're talking about whether or not someone is working hard, it's irrelevant. Because I will argue that everybody is working hard in their own way. Everyone wants to succeed. Nobody wakes up one day and say, I want to be homeless. I want to be a failure. Like that's nobody's life goal. Like everyone is putting in effort and is struggling hard in their own way. And it gets different results based on your privilege, based on your social status, based on your race, your gender, all of those things play into whether you are successful much more than how much fucking effort you put in every day. So that's the first problem with this. Well, if you work for it, you should get it. That's fine. But you're doing it off the backs of other people. So no one at a corporate level, no one at a CEO works a billion dollars worth of, of effort. Nobody, nobody, nobody does that much work. Period. They don't. The reason that their company earns billions of dollars is because they have thousands of employees who are working diligently on their behalf. Not because that CEO as an individual is working hard. Now, that isn't to say that that CEO isn't working hard, but they're making billions of dollars off of the backs of thousands of employees. So is it ethically wrong to demand and legally require that that company share the profit that that company is making with the employees who have actually earned and done the work to generate that profit. This is what is called equity and fairness and justice because all the people in that company worked and contributed towards that property profit margin. So shouldn't everyone benefit from that profit margin? And that is the community principle of it rather than the well i'm the most important well that's very egocentric is that ceo really that most important probably not because how many times has the ceo fucking suddenly dropped dead and the company does just fucking fine while they're working on finding a new ceo that goes a lot to say and how fucking unimportant that position is especially in context to the differences in profit margin I believe that it is crazy that a football player makes more money than someone who is saving lives, but sadly, there is nothing to do about it. Yeah, I mean, American has skewed value. And it comes down to people who are the type of person who go into in healthcare are interested in helping people, so they'll do it for less money. Versus, yeah, it's just complicated. It's, just, it's fucking complicated. And there are things that we could do about it. We're just not choosing to do anything about it. And yes, our incarceration practices are very racist. They're very um, ableist. They're very, very fucking biased. Absolutely. I'm just a confused adult who is trying to desperately understand how to survive in the dumpster fire around me. And the more I learn, the more angry I get. And it is so complex just how much of a disaster it is. Absolutely, Sir Salk. I think that's how everybody in their 20s is feeling right now. Hurts neck vigorously nodding at an agreement. <laughs> So systemic oppression is a major factor that makes this a very difficult thing. Poor people and marginalized people are often the most desperate and hardworking for the sake for the sake to survive. Is being born into privilege working harder than needing three jobs to just not die tomorrow? Just some food for thought. So yeah, and this is what I'm saying about I'm not I'm not saying that people who own companies are not working. 
but their work should not be valued more than the poor person who is working three jobs just to sustain their family. Absolutely. It, it doesn't have more inherent value. And the only reason that they can get that billion-dollar paycheck is because of thousands of people's work of effort, not because of their effort. They themselves do not fucking run that company. They themselves would be nothing without the labor of their employees. This is the definition of slavery. This is how slavery works. When we make it so that a certain class is higher and that the other people have to perform labor in order to survive, it's called indentured servitude, and it is a type of slavery. We look back at the medieval era and go, oh my God! And yet what's real is that the gap between the medieval era royalty and the peasants, the serf, is smaller and they were guaranteed more basic rights than the average American right now. That's what's fucking real. So if you look at indentured servitude and serfdom and go, oh my God, then you really should be disgusted with what's happening in this country because it's taken that model and it magnified it and made it fucking grosser. If someone can be a CEO of three different big household name brands, I'm gonna guess being a CEO isn't that time consuming. Exactly, that's my point. Like, I'm not going to say that they aren't working and that their work doesn't have value. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is people should not be able to exploit the work of other people. And you do not end up with a multi-billion dollar company without exploiting the workers who are actually generating the profit for that company. And in the last 50 years, we have seen a substantial increase in the CEO versus worker gap. Yep, it's only gotten bigger. Reminds me of the one Japanese CEO who only takes as much salary as the workers in the fact. And that model works, but we choose not to do it because Americans have been taught to be vain. Americans have taught, been taught to be egocentric. Americans have been taught that the self is more important than the community. And it's not sustainable. You cannot survive as a community if you are not taking care of that community. If we're not making sure that the majority of individuals' needs are being met, then that community is going to fail. That is what history has showed us over and over and over and over again. The American model is not sustainable. It is failing on all fronts. It will eventually collapse. It is an inevitability unless change is made. Such an important discussion to have. I grew up in South Africa and the harsh reality of life there is just so much more than I could ever communicate in a comment. Yeah, random Jen. Like, it is difficult to express what poverty is and what poverty really looks like. And America puts on its blind eyes because we have the luxury of not having our poor people in our face and not having the homeless in our face. We sequester everyone away so that we don't have to stare at them and we don't have to look at their suffering. We can ignore them. Um, and that's generally what Americans do. We generally speaking, pay attention to ourselves and ignore the status of other individuals. And because it's not up in our face, a lot of times Americans don't even know it's a thing. I'm hungry, but I can't get anything to eat because everyone is asleep. Oh, emo, stealth meal. Do, 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 do. Sharing isn't caring unless the other person is not your social class. And then 
uh, and you are older than like six. Yeah. I, I think people have forgotten fundamental importance of making sure that the community is taken care of because the community takes care of you. Like the community means making sure that there's health care when you need it. Having a community means that there's a fire department to put out your fire, that there is going to be police to come and help you if somebody's beating the shit out of you. Community thriving is the individual thriving. And Americans have forgotten that we need community in order to, to be well. I mean, just the very idea of having a military demands the presence of a community. It is not sustainable. What America is doing right now is not sustainable. A two-party system is just a fuel to the fire and the failing system, so none of them will actually realize what is actually wrong. We spend a lot of times arguing about stupid shit that doesn't matter. Um, it blows my mind how much time in this country we spend arguing about stupid shit that doesn't matter when there are real fundamentally broken things. Like, who the fuck cares what clothing someone chooses to wear? Like, I don't fucking care. I don't care if a dude wants to wear pants or a skirt. Why do we care? Why is that what we are going to spend our national effort on when there are people starving, when there are people not getting health care, when there are people who are struggling to maintain their existence? And that's what we're going to put our fucking social effort into. It's mind-boggling to me. Americans have been taught that socialism is evil when actually social investment is really beneficial for the entire community. Helping one helps many, and helping the many helps the one. Abso-fucking-lutely. Oh, I'm sorry, emo. I hate it when I want cravings for, like, ordering something, and I don't have the money for it. Unfortunately, it happens to me way too often. Fun nugget of shittiness for you. There are more empty homes in New York City than there are homeless people in the city. If that doesn't scream broken, I don't know what does. Yeah, it's numbers like this that make my fucking brain hurt. Like... There are things about the American culture that people just don't know. Like, most Americans do not know that there are cheesecakes. That we have a national cheese bank where we store cheese in a cave. And we have enough surplus cheese that we literally could give every single American a pound of cheese for the next two decades and not run out. But we allow people to go fucking hungry in our country. Because it's bad to just socially give things to people that they haven't earned. We literally dump milk every year nationally onto the fucking ground so that we can maintain the profit levels because we're making too much dairy in this country and people are going hungry. So numbers like this are fucking gratuitous and are fucking gross. We have more houses than people who need them. We have more food than people who need them. And we refuse to allow that resource to be allocated to the people who need it because of profit margins. That is the only reason that this allocation is not happening. It's fucking disgusting.